Welcome to the Deerfield Family Theater Podcast. In this episode, I have the privilege and honor to speak with Dan Shapiro, the mayor of Deerfield. Mayor Shapiro shares with us his history in Deerfield, what makes our town a great place to live, and encourages us to continue to support local businesses and go to Deerfield events again. For example, in case you're tuning in and didn't already know, DFT is putting on a performance of Schoolhouse Rock Live this November of 2021. See the show notes for a link to purchase tickets and visit DeerfieldFamilyTheater.com. It was a great conversation, and without further delay, here's the interview. All right, uh, I'd like to welcome the mayor of Deerfield, Dan Shapiro, to the podcast. Uh, mayor Shapiro, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate your time and the opportunity to talk. Yeah, well, well we're happy to have you. Um, just in way of quick introduction, you've got 30 years of experience as an attorney, areas of including land use, zoning, governmental relations, municipal law, all very relevant to your job as mayor, I'm sure. Uh, you've held a number of positions in the community over the years, and you're even a, a frequent lecturer and adjunct professor, um, which uh, I should... Um, I should say the real reason I had you here is I skipped land use in law school. So I was wondering for the next 30 minutes, could you give me a crash course? Absolutely. Sure. Of course. Of course. Um, may not be enough, but happy to do what I can do. Yeah. I mean, I'm, because that's what the uh, the listeners of the Deerfield Family Theater podcast come for. Is our, That's our... what they want. Yes. They're here to listen about land use. Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> now, of course, you know, the real reason is you're here so our listeners primarily Deerfield residents can get to know, you know, their mayor more. And so we could talk about um, just Deerfield in general, how important it is to support local business and the arts. And um, and so with that, let's just, you know, get started with um, with your background. When when was it that you first came to Deerfield? So I first came to Deerfield around 1990-91. My wife and I moved here from downtown. We lived downtown for a couple of years and we've been here since. We have two adult kids. Our son is 28. Our daughter's 24. Time flies. Um, and so when when people say, you know, be take these times and, and make sure you have family time because they're precious, it's absolutely true and correct. Um, and since moving to Deerfield, I've been involved. And as the kids got older, I've been able to increase my involvement and my giving back to the community more and more. And it's just been a great pleasure. It's a great community. What What was one of those first leadership roles or community involvement positions that you that you took? So at the very beginning, I think I was involved with the Deerfield Youth Council, the Optimist Club. Um, took some time off when the kids were really young, and I needed to treasure my sleep. Um, and then got more involved with other clubs or, or organizations. Rather, I, I was involved, as I recall, with. Um, DYBA and soccer and coaching and park district and all that great stuff. So much fun for those of you who haven't done it, do it, find time to get involved in those things. Cause it's really so much fun. And then again, over the years, that level of involvement increased to the point where I then was on the plan commission, chairman of the plan commission, village board, and now fortunate enough to be mayor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you could really look and, and see the journey there of uh, of an event, you know, more and more dedicated service over the years, leading now to uh, to the mayor seat. Um, I, uh, I I certainly uh, empathize with having young a young child, ten months old, and uh, wanting to get involved. Uh, but I have it's to. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard. But as as 
as, as your child gets older, you'll have a little more free time gradually. First, it's working on trying to go out to a movie <laughs> once in a while or whatever, going out, um, being with adults once in a while, and and then you'll you'll be able to, or anyone will be able to volunteer with more time as they have it as the as the kids get older. Yeah, yeah, I I certainly look forward to that. I know the uh, the Deerfield uh, Park Foundation board is going to be volunteering uh, at which is another board that I've joined here in Deerfield that. Uh, we're going to be volunteering with the Optimist Club to sell Christmas yep. trees. Um, yeah. So here's, I, I suppose, on my other board's podcast, you know, here's a plug for that um, Christmas tree sale. So we'll be doing something with that. And I can only volunteer with, for so many hours because I got the little yeah, one. Absolutely right. I think it was on the Park Foundation board many years ago. So who knows uh, what what your future has in store for you? <laughs> well, well, you know, I've just moved here, but it's been a similar thing to what, what you did. I was living downtown, you know, with my wife. Uh, for many years. And um, and I went to law school there. So I was there for almost 10 years. Uh, mm. And then the pandemic hits and I always wanted to move to the suburbs. Uh, I grew up in Buffalo Grove. She's from San Francisco. So she's like, I want to be a city girl. But, you know, the pandemic changed a lot of people's perspectives. And, and you know, we looked at, you know, where do we want to move to? And I knew of Deerfield, um, of course, living, growing up in Buffalo Grove. Um, and, um, you know, we used to come to the downtown, some friends and I, when there would be things happening in the summers, right? And um, and my wife and her, my, you know, my in-laws just fell in love when they came and saw all the parks and all the incredible things and resources in the downtown area. Um, and and so and a lot of other young families are doing the same thing in the pandemic. They're looking to have more space and, and move out to the suburbs. And I've even run into friends I haven't seen in years at the farmer's market this mm-hmm. this, this summer. So you know, you're mayor, you've been here for a long time. What is it about Deerfield that makes it such a special place? Well, I'm, I'm going to answer that. But I, I think another thing that draws people, especially when they have young kids, is, are, are the schools. Um, one of the things that, that we're really so proud of here are the great schools, great um, uh, elementary, middle and high schools. They're terrific. And that's so important to, to, to so many people. Um, but one of the things that occurred to me was how we are different with respect to our neighbors in, in it's kind of an intangible thing. I find that we have a greater sense of community. I feel like we have a greater sense of home um, and not a knock on any of our nearby communities. They're all great, but I feel like it's just a very comfortable community to raise kids, raise a family enjoy uh, the events, enjoy one another. And there's just a, a certain sense of comfort here. Yeah. And and, and that, that's what, what I've found just being here, even just since since June. I mean, we have things like the farmer's market or we have things that really give us a sense of connecting, I think, much more so with other with our with our community, with our friends, with our neighbors. That is real. I think that is a, a little bit of a distinction between us and, and, and some of our neighbors. With so many families like mine moving here, you know, as we're starting to come back and reopen everything from the pandemic, you know, is, you know, I haven't really been able to, you know, go and maybe do as many things and, and go to these events that you're talking about because maybe they haven't been happening for the last year and a half or so. Um, you know, what are some highlights, you know, that you can think of that, when uh, you know summer hits or, or later during the holiday season, that new residents like myself should be looking out for to make sure we're participating and we're going to things. 
So a couple of things that come to mind is we're going to have a winter market, kind of cool. Um, on December 4th, we're going to have events and ice sculpting and th things that are that are geared towards the kids. And it's going to be from nine to two. It's going to be great. It's going to be a wonderful event. And, and it's going to be open and, and, again, a place where we can all meet. We're, there's going to be a, a downtown tree lighting ceremony that we have on the 24th. And then, you know, the winter's tough because with COVID and because it, it, there's, it doesn't lend itself to so much outdoor activities. And if we're going to have activities, now we want to have it more. People are more inclined to do it outside rather than inside. But those are the two that come to mind. And then as we get warmer and as things warm up even more so, there's going to be a whole bunch of things in the summer, whether it's our 4th of July. We had a very successful fall fest in September. Um, all sorts of events um, that are just great. So can't name them all, but I can tell you the first couple of things that come to mind between now and the end of the year. Yeah, that that's great. And, and I told you, um, no trick questions, but also one of the things they could do is they could go see the DFT production of Schoolhouse Rock live this weekend and yes, next weekend, I right? I am remiss. I am so remiss for not saying that. Thank you for reminding me about that. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, and, uh, and you know, especially our listeners who have been listening since the beginning, they know that the show is, is this weekend and next weekend. Um, you can get your tickets in the show notes or at DeerfieldFamilyTheater.com. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, you know, what we, was that? Deer, DeerfieldFamilyTheater.com. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, we, yeah, uh, I, I mentioned in the beginning that, uh, you know, that you're an attorney and, uh, and of course our listeners know I'm an attorney as well. Um, so I'm, I'm curious and I think our listeners would be interested to hear it as well. Uh, in what ways has your legal experience, uh, you know, helped you with your community service before and especially now as mayor? My legal experience is, is um, focused on land use and, and development and real estate. So it's been great for me to fall back on that and that experience when we see new developments come in um, because it, it allows me to kind of utilize that experience and the knowledge that I've gained over the last 30 years to be involved with the projects. Um, not overly involved, but to, to lend my perspective based upon what I've been able to to learn over 30 years we have a lot of new economic development stuff coming uh, as as many people may know or we recently approved 40 new units where uh, warehouse and rapsty were or are um, marshals some new places to eat uh, a new place called bricks and mortar which will be like a a work area um, where people can go in and have a cup of coffee and work. So a lot of these things, um, especially in economic development, are right in my wheelhouse. It's been very helpful, not only as mayor, but as trustee and, and, and plan commissioner. So th there are so many ways to get involved in the community. I've at least found a couple. You've mentioned all the things that you've done. For may maybe some young listeners, which we think our audience skews young because Deerfield Family Theater, you know, if they're thinking about you know, getting involved in the community or um, or just public service roles in general? I mean, do you have any advice for, for them? So I would say for young people with young families, at this point, not that I would dissuade anyone from getting involved, but pay attention to your family, all right? Pay attention to your babies at home, your kids at home. And if you find 
that you have time. And if you find that you want to volunteer, there are so many ways you can do so, whether it's coaching or whether it's Deerfield Family Theater or whether it's volunteering at the, the township, uh, the pantry, food pantry, or looking online because there, there are any number of commissions and committees that we have. And there are openings on various committees and commissions that we have that are suitable you know, to people with various interests, whether it's the art committee or whether it's the plan commission or any number of committees, the cemetery committee, there's any number of things that people can get involved in if they want to. And even if it's a small level of involvement, um, once a week or once a month, it's always good to do that. Uh, Cause it's, for me, it's good to kind of pay it forward. So depending on your interests and your level of involvement and your level of ability to get involved, all sorts of things that one can get involved with. And were there things in your, um, in your life, uh, whether they were experiences in school or in work that helped lend themselves? So somebody looking to get involved, you know, what sort of choices can they make in their life or career, uh, especially for the younger ones, maybe looking at college now? Or something, um, you know. Obviously, law is a great, you know, in, you know, field to go into if you're interested in public service. For me, yeah, yeah. For me, um, it wasn't necessarily finding something um, legal related. That it helps, um, but it wasn't necessary. And everyone's different. Mm-hmm. So someone might say, "I want to volunteer at the food pantry at the township once a month because I just feel like that's a good thing to do." Well, then do it. Um, someone who is a frustrated jack might want to coach baseball or basketball. So, so do it. Get involved. It's a great thing to do. And then I, I feel like once you're involved, it kind of just builds on itself. You know, well, okay, I coach baseball. I'm going to coach uh, soccer. And you, you get a good feeling by doing things. And it builds on itself. And you end up, I think, being very fulfilled by the time that you're you're volunteering and it's nothing magical it just depends on what you're about what your level of interest is in getting involved in different things yeah yeah that that's great um so you cued me up earlier for this and i and i let it go but i'm bringing it back and you talked about economic development in uh in deerfield so let's talk about that a little more you know the pandemic was hard on a lot of businesses and a lot of industries you know nobody um you know, was able to escape that. Um, you know, what has it been like, you know, coming in as mayor at a time where, you know, we're starting to see a bounce back, uh, you know, in, um, you know, consumer spending and, um, and talk a little bit about that for us. So I'm really fortunate not only to have been elected um, as mayor, but to come in after the depths of a recession that we had 10, 12 years ago and after the depths of COVID, which is not to say we still don't have a, a COVID issue or a hangover uh, and, and uh, challenges. But as you said, we're, we're having a little bit of a resurgence, which is which is great. Some of the things that we're got going on, I, I may have mentioned, but I'm gonna plug it again. Um, place called Bricks and Mortar, kind of across the street uh, from Village Hall, office co-working space, um, I, I feel like we're really good eaters in Deerfield. So we're going to have brunch cafe, egg harbor, um, 
Uh, Scrambled is open, up and running. Um, Carson's redid uh, its place, which is great. Um, And then we're going to have Sweet Greens, which is where Menchie's and Fannie Mae was. That's hopefully going to be open soon. I don't know what soon is, but uh, hopefully soon. I know they're at work there. So those sorts of things just, I think, gets people, they, they get people excited, uh, not only to eat, but there's activity, there's things going on. There's, okay, so I'm going to go to Sweet Greens, maybe I'll go next door and get my hair cut or go to Kidsnips or go to the pet store. So it just generates more um, activity, economic activity, and a, a greater level of, of energy. So how has it been? It's been great. It's encouraging because um, our restaurants are getting back on their feet. Um, our hotels, not quite there, but they're, they're coming back a little bit. Our restaurants are getting back on their feet. Our businesses are getting back on their feet. And we're, we're doing about as well as we did in terms of sales tax pre-COVID um, in 19, which is a great, great sign. Yeah, that that is a great sign. That I did not know. So that's 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 excellent to hear. Um, with the hotels, you know, I'm still learning. You know, even though I grew up down the street, I only you know would would frequent you know occasional places. Um, you know, living a, a couple towns over, uh, but I'm still getting acquainted with with all the you know the businesses. So the hotels, I didn't even realize. You know, that we, we got a number of them here, yeah. and the hotel we're we're not spared. I mean, we're not any different than hospitality in any other communities. Yeah. So. It's a it's an industry wide struggle. We're not alone, mm-hmm. um, and they will come back when they come back. But they will yeah. because that's just kind of the nature of things. When when things get better, uh, when there's more people who are uh, employed, when COVID, when we get out of COVID, those hotels will come back. Yeah, and I, and I wonder with um with so many weddings being postponed due to the pandemic, there's probably going to be a wedding boom and hotels benefit during yes. those types of yes. things. So, yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll see how the population increases a year or two after that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so, so I, I recently <laughs> read just this morning an article on, uh, uh, the baby boom for millennials. So, um, yeah, yeah. Which is great, which is great. Right. Who want, who doesn't want more, more kids in, uh, in Deerfield for all the fun activities that we have. Uh, and, uh, and, and so just, you know, just in general, just supporting local business, like you said, is something that's super important. And, you know, it's never been more important as, as the economy opens back up. You know, when, when you hear like support local, you know, support local business, you know, what does that mean to you? Well, what it means to me is I'm going to go to Starbucks instead of the place in Riverwoods or the place in Highland Park, our Starbucks, um, because it, it is important. Um, it is important to try to shop here, spend here, eat here to the extent we can. Now it's you can't do it all the time because people might have favorite restaurants that are downtown um, or elsewhere. But where you can support our businesses, they're here, um, and some of them are are not making a huge ton of money, but they're they're here. They're good people. They have employees and and families of those employees just like ours. So um, try to support where we can. And uh, also, you know, it's important to, as things start to open up and it makes sense again, you know, go back and support, 
you know, the arts and things like the arts. You know, we had um, we had Dylan yep. um, uh, Savagno on here from the the Deerfield uh, Public Library, right? So, like, as the library opens, you know, is opening back up and they're doing curbside pickup, you know, going to the library, doing those events. You know, as Deerfield Family Theater, we're, we're trying, you know, we're trying to put on this this uh, this show and we're trying to keep it as safe as possible, putting people in pods. Masks are required, you know, mm-hmm. for for going back to um to events you know, in person, you know, in a safe way, as safely as we can, especially for those with kids who want to go see the show that are too young to get vaccinated, right? I think we're all transitioning. I mean, the fact that the uh, kids from five and up now can get vaccinated, the fact that people are getting boosters, and the fact that we're learning how to deal with COVID, we're all transitioning physically and emotionally. um, And kind of this new way of living and we should all tr- try to do that the best we can and in a safe way that we can and respect those who have to be more cautious but at the same time if you can go someplace um, and sit outside or you go someplace where it's safe and you can get out do it yeah and do it in Deerfield yes absolutely so uh, you know when it comes to you know the reason that we have this podcast, you know, theater, um, musical theater, typically, you know, I, I'm just curious to know, uh, you know, what your uh, maybe maybe some of your favorite plays or favorite musicals are. That is so funny. You should mention that. Yeah. Just a couple of days ago, um, I like doing things kind of with my kids separately from time to time. The special time. I think all parents like to have that with their kids. My daughter and I, in a couple of weeks, we're going to go see As You Like It. We just bought tickets to go see As You Like It downtown at the Shakespeare Theater. Really looking forward to that. Um, some other things that I, I I guess I would recommend is we saw the uh, multimedia Van Gogh exhibit downtown. Very cool. Um, for those people who have sensory overload sensitivity, don't go because there's a lot of stuff coming at you. It's uh, it's film, it's, it's music, it's all sorts of things. But it's really cool. Uh, the uh, Banksy exhibit, um, that was neat. So these are, you know, cool things that you should try to take, take advantage of if you can in, in a safe way at your tolerance level. And of course, Deerfield Family Theater, um, a great thing that we have in our community. And very, we're very grateful and very fortunate to have it. When my kids were younger, we went to see some productions and loved every minute of it. It was just great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has been around for some twenty odd years now, so it was definitely yeah. going yeah. back back when your kids were younger. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, you know, this has been an excellent interview. Thanks so much for coming on. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Any other great things of Deerfield? Any cool things we have to look forward to? You well, know, I think this podcast is very cool. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good to have you here. Well, all right. Uh, with that, you know, uh, Mayor Dan Shapiro, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. And that's our show. Visit DeerfieldFamilyTheater.com for more details and to purchase tickets. Links to both are in the show notes, where you can also find a link to the Village of Deerfield website if you'd like to learn more about upcoming events, our local government representatives, and opportunities to get involved in the community. Please share this podcast to help support the work of Deerfield Family Theater. If you enjoyed the episode, please give us the highest rating you can and leave us a review, both of which will help others discover this show. 
If you'd like to get in touch, send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash DFT. We might even add your voice message to a future show. Until next time, thanks to everyone who continues to support the arts. We'll see you at the theater.